Okay, today's daf is Gitten Daf Nun Gimel. We are holding on the bottom of Daf Nun Beis Amid Beis at the Mishnah. Today we're going to talk about one topic only, and that is the topic of Hezek She'enu Nikr. That's the topic of the entire daf. If a person does damage in a way that is not clear, you can't see the damage. It is uh, metaphysical damage sometimes, or some other type of damage that is not physically apparent. So are you Chayef for Hezek She'enu Nikr or not? The Gemara is going to discuss why the Mishnah has to give three different examples of Hezek She'enu Nikr. Some was metame, medamea, minaseich, three different examples. Then the Gemara is going to explain why we distinguish between shogeg and mezid by hezek shenu nikr, because the Mishnah is going to tell us that if you do a shogeg, you're potter, but if you damage b'mezid in an unrecognizable way, you're going to be chayiv. Well, what do we really hold midah oraisa? Is it really your chayiv, but we make an exception for shogeg? Or is it really your potter, but we make an exception for mezid? And then the Gemara is going to have Four rayas, whether Hezek Shainu Nikr is Shmei Hezek or Lo Shmei Hezek, it's going to bring rayas from all over the place. The last one is going to suggest that it's really a Machlokas Tanoim, and uh, that's going to lead us into a discussion of a stira between different Tanoim, whether different Tanoim hold that we make a Knas of Shogeg Atu Mezid, that we sometimes will punish someone who does something Bishogeg Atu, a person who does something Bemezid, and the, the, the sugya that we're going to, the, the, the relevant sugya that we're going to bring in to the discussion is if someone was mevashal on Shabbos, if someone cooks on Shabbos, so what exactly is the story with that food? Do we make a knas that he's not allowed to have that food even if he only cooked bishogeg? So let's begin at the Mishnah on Dafnun Bezan Bez. If a person uh, does these three forms of Hezek Shein Nikr, he takes someone else's truma, let's say, and he's metame the person's truma, or he takes someone's truma and he's midameya, he mixes it with, uh, he mixes someone Chulin with truma, so the person who had chulin normally uh, would anybody would have been allowed to eat it, but now that it's all mixed in with truma, only kohanim are allowed to eat it. So that makes it much less valuable for the owner of that food because the chulin has a much larger uh, market of people who might be able to eat it. Or menasech, someone takes yein chavero, he takes the wine of his friend, and he's menasech, and he creates a situation of yayin which makes it aser. So in all of these cases, bishogik if he did so b'shogeg, he's going to be pater. But if he did so b'mezid, he's going to be chayiv to pay. The Chazanish in Babakama Simen Hay discusses what do we call mezid in the context of hezek she'enu nikr? Because the Chora from the Gemara we're going to see today, it sounds like mezid is not does not include pshia. It's only if you were mischavin, uh, if you were niskavin lahazik, where you dafka wanted and had intention to be mazik, but without kavana lahazik, it was just pshia then we would consider it shogig. Why do we say that? Because the Gemara today is going to tell us that if, according to the opinion that Hezek Shedu Nikr is really, uh, that, that Hezek Shedu Nikr is Shmei Hezek, the Chachamim said that your Pater and Shogig, even though really you should have been Chayiv, it's really called Hezek, the Gemara is going to explain the Chachamim say your Pater and Shogig because if you do a Hezek Shedu Nikr, we don't want you to keep it a secret. We want you to tell the person because if you went and you were Metame as Truma, if you don't inform the Kohen, he's going to be violating an of eating truma tamea, so we want you to share that information with him. So that's why we said that shogig is going to be pater, so that a person will be motivated to share the information. He's not going to have to worry about about being penalized for sharing for sharing that information. Now that reason only holds true if he was in skavin mamish to be mazik. But if the hezik happened to be pshia, so uh, we we should pater him so that that that, that he'll uh, um, but that, that he'll let him know even uh, so 
so uh, the the um, meaning the 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 amazing you don't have to pater him because his kavana is lahazik. The gemara is going to say so. He's definitely going to let him know. So what what do you mean amazing? He's definitely going to let him know that because that was his whole intention. That's what he was trying to. do. You can only say that if he was viciously trying to be mitame the other guy's truma. But if it was just pshia, you can't say such a svara that don't worry. He's going to let him know anyway because that was his whole point was to try to ruin this guy's truma. No, if it was pshia, that wasn't his whole point. He was just being negligent. So what you see from there is that pshia is apparently not the same as mezid, says the Chazanish. What we can see from our Gemara, pshia is not the same as mezid in this uh, in this context. And uh, he says that even though there is a machlokas in the Gemara as to whether Hezek Shein is really Shmei Hezek, Elo Shmei Hezek, and this whole uh, line of thinking, and this whole raya is only if you assume Hezek Shein Renikar Shmei Hezek, but it doesn't sound like anyone argues in the Gemara about what the definition of Mezid and Shogegar. They just argue about whether Hezek Shein Renikar Shmei Hezek or not. So once it's Muchach, that according to the Manyam Rishmei that the definition of Mezid does not include Pshia, so then according to the Manyam Rishmei also the definition of Mezid does not in, in, include Pshia. And the Chazanish says that it sounds this way from the Rambam in the seventh paragraph of Chovel Mazik. However, in Simon Shin Pevav, in Choshemish, but the Shach sounds that uh, that Shogig Amazed by Hezek Shein Nikra have the same din as Shogig Amazed by Dina Degarmi. So uh, if you hold that uh, that that Poshea is considered Amazed by Dina Degarmi, then you would say the same when it comes to Hezek Shein Nikra. But the Chazanish thought not so. He thought that uh, that over here we're not going to consider Pshia to be Amazed. So says the Gemara, what does it mean to be Menasech? The Yayin Shel Chavera. What exactly did you do with the wine? Itmar. Menasech Rav Amar Menasech Mamish. Rav says it means that you literally were Menasech the wine for Avodazara. You, as Rashi says, Shich Sheikh Biadu Latocha Lashem Avodazara, the Kachais Avodasan. You'd shake the wine with your hand, sticking your hand in the wine and moving it around, Lashem Avodazara, because that was the normal way that they would be Ovid Avodazara. So that's what the guy did. Shmuel Amar Ma'arev. Shmuel says, No, you took Yayin and kosher wine, and you mix them together. So you took a guy's perfectly kosher wine, mixed it with the ayinasech. Now it's all asr bahana, but it's not that you actually were menasech l'shem avodazara. So mandi amr ma'arev my time amr menasech. The one that says that all you did is ma'arev is that you mixed the wine. Why don't we say that what you did was menasech? After all, the word in the Mishnah that we use is menasech. It doesn't say ma'arev in the Mishnah. So isn't it the more logical thing to say that the word menasech means menasech? Menasech, so Amalach Menasech, come lebidrab minay. Now Menasech, if you were actually Menasech l'shem avodazara, we would never say you'd be chayiv to pay, even if you did it b'meizid, because we'd say come lebidrab minay that you chayiv for you chayiv misa for violating avodazara if you're Menasech mamish. So at the same time, you also happen to be damaging someone else's stuff. That's irrelevant. You're only going to be chayiv for the worst of the two punishments. V'idach, but the other opinion who says that it is Menasech mamish, Rav who says it is Menasech mamish, will say no. You could still be chayiv on the money. Kid Rabbi Yirmiya, Dami Rabbi Yirmiya, Mishas Hagba Hu Dekana, Mishchayiv Nafshal Aviyat Shas Nisuch. One of the basic requirements in order to apply the principle of Kamle Bidrabmine is that both chayuvim have to come simultaneously. But over here, when you're Menasech Yayin Shel Chaveiro, at the time you pick up the wine, you already are doing Kinyane Gneva on it. You're already acquiring it, and therefore you're already chayiv.
chayiv to pay for it, but the chiyuv misa of being menasich doesn't happen until the shas nisuch, and until you actually uh, do the nisuch. A little bit difficult how to fit that into Rashi. Rashi didn't sound like what Rashi said. What menasich mean if you say menasich mamish mamish shich shich biyadol v'tochu? Doesn't sound like you're picking it up at all. You just stick your hand in it and shake it around. It's a little difficult how uh, how Rashi reads this line of the Gemara. But that's the real machlokas here between Rav and Shmuel. Can we apply kam lebedrabmine to menasich yayin? When a person is menasech, someone else is yayin. Tosos over here in Dibra Maschil, menasech raises the question, what is the svara of Shmuel that a menasech is potter because of kamle bidramine? Meaning lechora, Rav has a very good point over here, that it's not Be'idna, that it's not happening simultaneously. You chayv the, ma- the mamon when you pick it up, and you only chayv the misa when you're actually menasech. So Tosus raises the question uh, that that what exactly is the svar of Shmuel that we would uh, that we would apply? Come le mine over here. The, after all, Rav seems to be right. The Gemara Masechus Kesuvus and Davlamin of Beis in the beginning of the third parak tells us Hagonim Chelbo Shel Chaverov Achlo Chayiv B'Tashlumin that if you steal someone's chelav and then you eat it, you have to pay. I when you eat chelav b'Chayiv Kares, yeah, but you stole it first. You Chayiv B'Gneva Kodem Shavu Dayusur Chelav. The Chayiv Gneva comes first, so it's mamish the same thing over here. That one Chayiv comes clearly comes for the Chayiv for the money clearly comes uh, comes first. Now the, that Gemara is not a price; it's not a mission; it's a main of Rav Chista, but uh, it's a stomach the Gemara where there's no chalik. So Tosa says, you know, it seems to be that it's widely accepted. So w- w- what are we going to suggest that Shmuel disagrees with that with that idea? So Tosa suggests that Shmuel holds that you're not going to be chayv, you're not going to be mechayv the menasech to pay for the hagba because it's ef shalenasech below hagba. The only way to do the nisuch is by picking up the wine first. So that's what we call hagba tzorech nisuchi. That the, uh, the, uh, the, the the since the nisuch is impossible without the so Mela, we would say, we view it as one long action, similar to what the Gemara and Ksuva says, if a person is Zarak Chetz B'Shabbos, if a person shoots an arrow on Shabbos, and on the way, it rips clothing, as, as the arrow is en route, as it's uh, shooting through the air, it rips clothing. So you're Pater Mishum Kam because in order to be Chayv Misa on the Shabbos, yeah, you need to do an Akira, and the Akira so from the time of the Akira, we already say the Maisa has begun. Meaning you're, you're, you're violating Otsah by being Mavi this Chait, Dalaramos, Rabin. But how, does it, how, how are you Chayiv and Shabbos? You have to pick it up, and it has to travel, and then it has to go down somewhere. So since the only way it can get there is by, uh, by picking it up first, it's all considered one long action. So Tosh says over here as well, since the only way to be Menasech is by being Magbiya, it's all considered one long action, and that's what Shmuel would say, that that's considered Be'id so Tos started out with a kasha and Shmuel. Shmuel, how could you say come uh, lebidravine over here? Now Tosus gave such a compelling explanation of Shmuel that lechora the kasha turns around on Rav. Rav, how could you not say come lebidravine over here? Don't you know that that that, that hagbaz tzoruch nisuch? Don't you know that in order for uh, for the nisuch to happen, you have to do hagba? So in order to explain shitas Rav, Tosus says three possibilities. One possibility is that we hold like the second answer of the Gemara Masechus Ksubas that we don't say. Anywhere except for the chaits, where you, you, once it leaves your hand, you can't pull it back. But when you're menasech, it's true that you can't be menasech without agba, but you could be magbia and then not be menasech. Meaning when you shoot the chaits, it's done. There's nothing you can uh, you can change about it. So that's where we say, But over here, when you pick up the, the wine, you could still change your mind. You don't have to be menasech, so we're not going to say agba tzoruch nisuch. 
Or Tosa suggests maybe Rav holds that you could be Menasech without Agba. Like Rashi's Nisach. Shech Shech Biadav. You don't have to lift it up in order to be Menasech. Or maybe Rabbi Yirmu says that by Menasech there's no Ptur of Kabbalah Binaminez because at the Shas Agba, your Chayiv and the Chayiv Misa is only at the Shas Nisuk disagrees with the whole din of Zarek Chetz B'Shabbos. He doesn't know that there's a din of Kabbalah Binaminez Mishas Akira because Akira Tzorach Hanacha. And Rav holds like Rabbi Yirmiya. So maybe that's uh, Rabbi Yirmiya rejects that Shita in Mesechus Ksuvis and Rav happens to side with the Shita of Rabbi Yirmiya. So that's the issue that Tos deals with in terms of the specifics of Kabbalah Binaminez. But broadly speaking, our Gemara just wanted to know why wouldn't you type the word Menasech to mean Menasech? So he said, okay, you wouldn't do it because it, it would then mean you would then be Pater no matter what, even if you did be amazed because of Kamle Bidramine. Ask the Gemara, Ulman Menasech, according to Rav, who actually does translate it as Menasech Mamish, my time alone why not say that it means Ma'arev? Which is a little bit of a strange question. Maybe the answer is because it doesn't say the word Ma'arev in the Mishnah. It says the word Menasech in the Mishnah. So the Achronim raised that question. What kind of question is this? He didn't say Ma'arev because the Pasha Pshat and the word Menasech is, uh, is, is that it's Menasech Mamish. This question that the Behuda raises in the Tshuva Madur, Dinyan, Chosh Mishpah, and other Achronim, Tepharis Yaakov, and Ksav Sofer, all ask this question that, uh, that, 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 that it's a strange uh, question to ask why don't you translate the word menasech to be something other than menasech and also if, if we're going to start off saying the man that says ma'ariv ma'itam lo menasech even though Rav says menasech mamish um, comes, Rav's shita comes in the, up in the Gemara before Shmuel's shita when Rav says menasech mamish first in the Gemara that must be because the Pasha Pshad is menasech mamish so now to ask the opposite is very very strange so the Ksav Sofer suggests based on a Rashba that Rav who says that the Mishnah Soma Menasech Mamish has to be Dafka, where you picked it up al Menas to steal it, and you were intending to steal it when you initially picked it up. So the Gemara asks, why does Rav say, it, why is Rav Dochik to say Menasech Mamish, and therefore have to make such a crazy ukimt in the Mishnah that you would be al Menas Ligzol, he should have just said Ma'ariv, and then you don't have to make any such ukimta in the Mishnah. So yeah, the word Menasech Pashupshat sounds like Menasech, but what that does to the rest of the Mishnah that you then have to make an ukimta that, uh, that that you were you were you were magbio almanas to to steal it. That's how the Rashba answers uh, Tosus's problem that we mentioned before. That that that's the ukimta that you have to make in the uh, in the Mishnah. Okay, so uh, so says the Gemara. So why is it that uh, that Rav doesn't want to say it means ma'ariv? Because he'll say ma'ariv is midameya. It's the same thing. Ma'ariv means mixing, and midameya is mixing uh, wine of truma with chulin wine. So what difference? Why would we have two examples? One of mixing yayinesech with regular wine, and one of mixing truma wine with regular wine. They're both about mixing forbidden wine with uh, permissible wine, and that way you're ruining the guy. The idach, the other uh, opinion, would respond. Shmuel would respond. Now, since it's a knas, each case of Hezek Shedon Nikr is a knas, so you can't learn one knas from the other knas, so we need to be specific. According to Rav, that you can learn one knas from the other knas, that you would be able to learn Midamea and Ma'ariv from each other, so why do I need three examples of Hezek Shedon Nikr in the Mishnah? Well, each one is a knas, I can learn one from the other. If the Mishnah only were to tell me about the case where I'm metame, my friend's taros, my friend's truma, each truma have a, each truma, if it was truma that I was metame, have a mina, mishum to come, mafsa, the legamri. I would say, yeah, you know, I 
I'm chayiv in that case because truma once I'm metame it is useless. I have entirely destroyed that uh, that that truma. Vimetame chulin, and if what I was metame was chulin, mishum dasul gramatuma lechulin shaberet yisrael, because there is an iser to do this. You're not allowed to be metame chulin in eretz yisrael because there are prushim that are makbiti iter chulin betara, so you're not allowed to uh, to to uh, to be metame their uh, their chulin because it's an iser mishum strach truma, so you're not allowed to be metame their chulin. But there's no iser of mixing truma wine with chulin wine. You just then have to be careful that only a coin drinks it, but it's not an Isser to do that. It's not a violation of Mishmeres HaTruma to do that. So, uh, so I would have thought that you would not be Chayev. V'yashmin Midameya, and if it would have told me only about Midameya, about mixing Chulun and Truma, Mishum Deshchiach, I would say here, because that's a fairly common thing to happen. But to be Metame, someone else's Taros, that's uncommon. I would think that you would not be Chayev. V'yashmin Metame Midameya, and if it would have told me both the case of Metame Midameya and not the case of Minaseich, I would say Mishum Delo Kamle Bidirabminei that the reason you're chayiv when you do it over there is because there's no greater chayiv that you have to face. You're not chayiv misa for doing any of these things. Avlo menasech to kimle bidraminei emelav. But when you're menasech, someone else is yain. You're violating avol dezara. So I would have thought we should apply kimle bidraminei. So kamash malon kid Rabbi Yirmiyah. So that's why Rav would say no. That's why uh, we we need to be taught like Rabbi Yirmiyah that there is no kamle bidraminei in uh, in our case um, because at the time of Hagba you already were kona it. The chayiv misa comes later. So we don't. Apply come le bidrabine. So says the Gemara, Lahadetani Avud Rabbi Avin, for he shown a yomrum and matami of Manasseh, Chazru Lomer Afamadamea, Kolhani Lamali. So the Gemara says, but wait a second, according to Rabbi Avud, according to Avud Rabbi Avin, who says that originally they, they, they listed only matame and Manasseh as being chayiv, it's only later on that they added Midamea to the list. So it turns out, according to that Brisa, once there were Gozer and Manasseh, they then later were gozer on midameya, um, the, the, on midameya after they already gozer on menasich. So then, why do you need to be gozer beferish on midameya? Once you were gozer metame menasich, can't you figure out midameya from metame and menasich? Meaning it's, it's 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 a logical extension. Why do I need to be told midameya separately? So the Gemara explains tzricha. We need it to be. We need to be told separately. Diash mean metame. If it only would have told me metame mishum dolkim lebirami. I would say, yeah, because there is no Kimle Bidramine, so you're going to be Chayiv. Av Menasech, the Kimle Bidramine, but by Menasech, where we could say Kimle Bidramine, because you're doing something for which you Chayiv Misa, then maybe you should not be Chayiv. Viash mean Menasech, and if it only would have told me Menasech, Mishum to come after the Gamri, because by Menasech, you're ruining it entirely. Av Matami to come after the Gamri, but when you're Matami, where you're not ruining it entirely, I would think that maybe we're not so worried, but you're not going to be Chayiv. Viash mean Hani Tarti, and here the key, if we would have told me only these two of Metame and Menasech, I would say Mishum Dehefsid Meruba. That's because it's a significant loss when you're Metame or Menasech, someone else's wine. Avul Medamea Dehefsid Muat Emelo. But I would think when you just mix Truma wine with Chulin, where it's a Hefsid Muat, it's really you're not doing much. I would think that you would not be Chayiv. Tzricha, that's why we need to be told that you're Chayiv in that case as well. The Chsam Sofa writes that Metame and Menasech. Even if it's a shavaputa, it's considered a hefsid maruba because uh, it's ruining uh, it's ruining truma or it's uh, making something into a shame of a dezara midameya. Even if it's elav zuz, 
it's it's uh, it's 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 um, it's it's only called the hefsed muat. Why is it only called the hefsed muat? Even if it's elav zuz, because you can still drink it. So it's always so it's still going to be called hefsed muat. So that's the difference between meaning. You, uh, otherwise, it's difficult to understand. What do you mean? It's a hefsed meruba versus a hefsed. It depends how much. Depends how much wine you're dealing with. How much truma did you uh, did you mess around with over here? Hefsed meruba versus hefsed muat. So we're saying no. Hefsed meruba, hefsed muat. Chazam Sofer says isn't uh, used in the conventional way over here where it's about a dollar amount. That a Hefzim Ruba is a larger dollar amount. Hefzim Ruba is a smaller dollar amount. It's about how damaging to the nature of the item your action is. That if your action is totally damaging to the item, it makes it Avodazara now. It makes it Truma Tamea. So if it, if it took it from 100% to 0% of what it is, that's called Hefzim Ruba, even if all it was was a dollar. But if it takes it from 100% to 80% of what it was, even if what it was was $10,000, that would be a hefsid mu'at. So that's an important uh, ha'ara of the chasam sofer. It's a little bit of an unusual usage of hefsid ruba, hefsid mu'at. Amar chizkiah. Devar Torah, echad shogiv, echad mezid chayiv. On a daraisa level, now the Gemara is going to say, wait a second, what, what exactly is our Mishnah saying over here? When you do this hezek shenu nikr, you do this damage that is not uh, physically apparent. So if you do it b'mezid, you're going to be chayiv to pay for it. You do it b'shogiv, you're not chayiv to pay for it. Why does that make any sense? What's the real din mi daraisa? Meaning that smacks of a din darabanan. Something there is only darabanan. If the real din daraisa is that hezek shenu nikr is called hezek, when a person is an adam amazik, he's chayiv, echad mezid, echad shogiv, echad modliola, right? He's chayiv for everything. So he should be totally chayiv also, if you all does the chain of nicker lo shmei hazik, so then it's not you, you weren't mazik at all. You should be potter, even if you did it b'mezid. So what's going on over here? So Amar Chizkiyot Tvar Torah Echad Shogiv Echad Mezid Chayiv on a Daraisa level, both the Shogiv and Mezid are Chayiv, meaning my taima hazik chain of nicker shmei hazik. And the reason is very simply, hazik chain of nicker on a Daraisa level we say is shmei hazik. It is considered to be damaging. Umatam Amar B'Shogiv Potter. Why do we say that if you do it B'Shogiv, you're potter? Kedeshi Yodio. Because we want, we want to encourage you to let the guy know when you were mazik him in a way that says exchange nicker. He's never going to discover it on his own because it's ain't no nicker. And where you can end up, the guy's going to, going to end up eating trumatamea. So in order to encourage you to tell him, we don't penalize you for the damage that was done. So if we're trying to encourage you to tell him, then even if you did it b'meizid, we should say that you're pater, so that at least you'll tell him. Says Gemara, if you did it b'meizid, what were you trying to do? You were trying to dafka bother him. If you're dafka trying to bother him, you're going to make sure he knows good and well what you did to him. So you don't need the encouragement to let him know. That was your whole kavana, was that, was that, that ultimately you would let him know. Um, so the Ritva, yeah, but maybe you'll let him know and you'll tell him you were shogig. You'll, you'll say, oh, I'm sorry, I accidentally ruined your, uh, your truma. So the Ritva says that, um, that, that if B'mezid, your Chayiv, uh, he's, he's, he's not going to let him know at all because he's Choshesh, that, 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 uh, that, meaning we're not going to say that he's going to let him know that he was Shogig because he's going to be Choshesh, he's going to find out that he did it, uh, that he did it B'mezid. So that you can't say such a, such a Svara. Rabbi Yochanan, Dvar Torah, so that's Chizkiah. Chizkiah's Shita is that on the rice level, Hezek Sheinu Nikr is really Shmeha it's a takanamid rabanan that if you do b'shogig you're going to be potter and that's just to encourage the person to let the nizik know what exactly he had done now 
what is the definition of Hezek Shenu Nikr? Unrecognizable damage. But what does that mean exactly, unrecognizable damage? It seems to be a fundamental Machlokas Rishonim. It tells us in Baba Kamadav Kufam Beis writes that Klayim Bekerim is considered a Hezek Nikr. If I plant wheat right next to your vines, right next to your grapevines, that's called Hezek Nikr. Ah, your grapes look exactly the same. They are physically exactly the same after I plant the wheat as they were before I plant the wheat. How come that's called recognizable damage? Tell says because anyone who sees them growing together and knows the basic halacha of klayim, meaning if you put the picture on mute but you show me the picture, I can see that there's a, that there's an issue over there. I could see that there's a klayim uh, growing together, that there's uh, that, that there that there's a, a wheat growing right next to the the vines. When you're metami, it's called hezek shenu nikker because even if you see a sheretz being uh, touching the peros, you don't know if the peros were ever the peros were ever tuma. You put the picture on mute, you don't see necessarily that there's a problem, because you have no way, peros can only become tummy, not when they come in contact with something tummy, they first have to come in contact with one of the Zayin Mashkin, that are machshir l'kabotum, there's a whole masechta called masechas machshirin, all about the Allah of hochshir l'kabotum, so you would never know just by seeing it, that there was a uh, I, what if you see that it's wet? You see that uh, the peros are wet? But then it's very complicated because it's got to be it has to be that it's wet. There's no way you could tell by looking at it that it's nichle, that the bailum wanted it to become wet. So there's no way of knowing that the peros were hukshar. So what do you see from Tosos? They hold that even if there's no physical change in the item itself, it could be called a hezek nicker. Because as long as someone would realize that there's a problem, the grapes, there's no physical change. They look like grapes. They look like regular grapes. But someone who's looking at the picture would realize that there's a, that there's a halachic problem. That's called Hezek Nikr. That's called recognizable damage. The Rambam, however, in Chavul Mazik writes that Hezek Shein Nikr is that lo nishtane ta'amo verecho. That there's no physical change in the item. As long as there's a physical change in the item, it's called Hezek Nikr. When there's no physical change in the item, it's called Hezek Sheino Nikr. So that's a fundamental machlokas between Tosfos and the uh, Rambam. The Rabbul Khanan and Baba Basra Osiyur in Kovitz Yurim says this machlokas is really totally in machlokas Amaraim in Baba Kamadav Tzadi Zayin that Rabbi Yehuda and Rafuna disagree what, in, in what situation would we consider a, uh, a, a minted coin that has now been disqualified, it's no longer in use as a coin, as currency, when would we consider that Hezek She'enu Nikr? Rav Yudah holds that if the Malchus passled it, so it's Nifsal B'chal Makom, that's considered Hezek Nikr, because everyone realizes that all the other, it's different than every other coin. You go to Israel and you come with an old shekel, and everyone realizes that this is different than all the other shekel. Now physically did it change? Not at all. But Rav Yudah says, that's still called Hezek Nikr, even though it physically didn't change at all. That's Clearly, like she does, hatosis, because you'll see that there's a problem over here. Whereas Rav Huna holds that that's called hezek sheinunikar because lo nishdan etam overecho. It didn't physically change. That is like the shitas harambam. So just the very definition of hezek sheinunikar is a fundamental machlokas in the rishonim. Rav Yochanan Amar. So yes, so Chizkiyot said that midaraisa hezek sheinunikar shmei hezek, and it's just shogeg. Uh, you're not going to have to pay, so you'll be encouraged to let the guy know. Rav Yochanan Amar back in the Gemara that devar Potter. That Midaraisa, whether you do Hezek Shainu Nikr or Peshogi or Mezid, you're going to be Potter. My Taima, Hezek Shainu Nikr, Loshme 
Hezek. The reason is because Hezek Shem Nikar is really low Shmei Hezek. It's not considered Hezek at all. So really, you should have always been uh, Pater. So why then do we say if you do because if we were to make you Pater, then it would be an easy way to get back at all your enemies. You'd be able to go and be Metamit Arosav Shel Chavero and say that you're uh, that you're Pater. So uh, the the uh, the Ksav Sofer says, well, can't you still do that? Because if you're going to say that Hezek Shein and Nikar, you're going to be Chayiv when you do Pemezi because of a Knas that we're going to be Kones you. Well, there's a Din Moda Beknas Pater. So you could still you could still go ahead and be Moda that I was uh, that uh, that I went and I was Metamit Arosav Shel Chavero and you'd still be Pater because of Moda Beknas Pater. So Ksav Sofer says, what you have to say is that you don't say Moda Beknas Pater when your whole Kavan is to be Mitzar the other person. When your whole Kavan is to, to bother the other person, to annoy the other person, to hurt the other person, then we wouldn't say Modabaknas Pater. Um, that you know, the Buddha discusses that issue as well, the issue of uh, Modabaknas. Now, there is a Mishnah, Mesechus Bechoros, about a Dayan that's Metame, uh, that which is Tahar, and uh, then it turns out that he, uh, he, he made a mistake, so the Mishnah says he has to pay. So Gemara says, according to our mayor, that you chayiv bedina de garmi, when you do indirect damage, so of course you can be chayiv to pay, because that's dina de garmi. You told this guy his stuff was tame and you messed up. But according to the Shita, that you're not in dina de garmi, that if you do indirect damage, like by you didn't physically damage anything, you just told him the wrong thing, you pask in the wrong thing. So then uh, you have to say that the Mishnah is only going to say you're chayiv if after you pask in that the peros are tame, you were then metame the peros biadayim. You then took a sheretz and put it on the, look, I'm so sure that they're tame, here's a sheretz and I'm putting it on the peros. Because, and it's not doing anything because they're already tame anyhow. So that's, that's the only way you're going to be chayiv where you then physically actually did the, uh, the hazik. So the Rishonim asked, well, wait a second, the dayim that's metame is a shogeg because he made a mistake in the din. And what's he doing over here? A hazik she'eno nicker. So a hazik she'eno nicker, but shogeg, you're going to be pater. How's that a good Kimto, we say them, if you're Matame Bishogu, you're Pater, it's Hezek Shein Nikr. See, if you say that the mission is going like Rameir over there, it's not a Kasha, because Rameir is Mechaev bin Matame Mdame Menasech, he's Kones Shogeg Gatu Mezid. Rameir holds that Dun Din Garmi, and we're going to make a Kanas Shogeg as well. But according to the mission, according to the Shita, that the mission over there is even if you're not like Rameir, if you're if you're not Dun Din Garmi, so why would you be Chaev over there? So the uh, the Rishonim over there suggest that even though uh, the Dayan thought that the Peru for Tame, he, he, that it's a little extreme for a Dayan to then take a Sheretz and then put it on the Peros just to show how confident he is. In. That's Pshia. Meaning, yeah, it was Shogeg for him to paskin incorrectly. It's Poshea for him to make such a scene out of it and then to be Metame with, uh, with the Sheretz. That's how uh, the Rishonim suggest uh, how to Shtim that Gemara with our, with our Gemara. Tosism, Sechus Babakam, Davkuf, also gives a different answer that a Dayan who makes a mistake, the Chamimar in order to uh, encourage him to be more careful about his piskei halacha, that it's a special din dafka by a dayan, because a person has to take psak halacha very seriously. We don't want him to uh, make such mistakes. Okay, so now the Gemara is going to try to bring rayas from all over Shas, whether Hezek Shein and Nikr Shmei Hezek or not. So raya number one, Tanan, we have a Mishnah. Hakwanim shepiglu b'migdash, mezidim chayavim. If Kohanim makes something pigle in the base of Migdash on purpose, they're chayiv. V'tani alam olam. And we say that. That, uh, that, that this is olam. But if you can say hezek nikr, it's really called that you're mazik. What it should have said is not that the reason you're chayiv 
when you do it b'mezik is meitikan olam. No, the reason you're chayiv when you do it b'mezik is because you're a mazik. What it should have said is the reason you're potter when you do it b'shogeg is meitikan olam. So it says, isn't that a raya that hezik shein and nicker is really lo shmei hezik? So it says more no hachinami kamar. No, that's what it meant to say. What it meant to say is mezidin chayavin, and then you're supposed to be medayek hashogigin peturin, and the reason shogigin or peturin is meitikan olam. Now by mezidin chayavin, Rashi says l'shalim demeim l'baylim. That you have to pay, you're chayiv to pay the, the value to the owner because they're go- now going to have to bring a different carbon. They're now going to have to pay for a different carbon. This Rashi is used as a raya in the discussion in Poskim. The Nesivis Chaznish is a major discussion in Poskim. If you are mazik, someone's used item. You go and you take someone's, uh, someone's clothing that's already used. You already wore the shirt five times and you destroy it. What do you pay? So do you pay the amount of money that that shirt is worth to that guy? Because now he wants it. To him it was brand new. He only wore it five times. So it's uh, came out a brand new shirt. So do you pay how much it was worth to that guy? Or do you pay how much it would be worth? It's market value. If you go on eBay and you sell a used shirt, how much are you going to get for it? Well, you get very, very little for, uh, for a used shirt. So, uh, so that's a discussion in the postkim. So they bring a raya that maybe you'd have to pay how much it's worth to that guy from this Rashi. Because how much is the carbon worth, Bashuk? You know, Mephagel, the guy's carbon. It's a carbon, and it's this guy's carbon. No one's going to pay anything for it. It's worth zero dollars, Bashuk. It's not worth anything. So, uh, so yet we say that you're chayv to pay Demeim Lebailim because he has to bring Acherim. He's going to have to replace, he's going to have to buy a new shirt. He's going to have to buy a new carbon. So you have to take that into account, not just how much its, its market value is. So that's a major discussion in the postcom exactly how to figure out Hezek of a, uh, of a used item. Um, you could argue that the carbon is different because uh, how much would a guy pay for kapara? If they were selling kapara bashuk, he would pay for that too. right? It's not about the animal, the value of the animal. No one would pay for the animal, but people would pay for kapara. They just happen to not sell kapara bashuk. So maybe it's not such a good demon. That's what Sternbuch points out. So Masar Lazar, the Gemara suggests a second raya. If a person does melacha with uh, paraduma waters or ashes, he's pater b'dini adam, but he's chayiv b'dini shmei. But the yamr hezik shayin nikr shmei hezik b'dini adam nami lechayiv. But the old hezik shayin nikr shmei hezik, so he should be chayiv even b'dini adam. Who must have loved whom a farikla? He answered as follows. The case is he brought the para into the barn on the, yeah, it, so that it can uh, it can it can uh, it can nurse it can uh, uh, it could be tinok which is totally permissible and it only became possible that he wanted it to thresh as as well so that's only called a grama benizikin and that's why he's going to be potter because the act that he did was not even problematic to bring it into the barn to nurse is totally fine it's not going to ruin the paraduma. It's only when, uh, when it, because he has kavana that it should trample on the grain, it's only that that ruins it. So that's called gram benzikin. Mechatos shashakal ben mishkalos. In the case of the mechatos, is you used it to weigh things out. But that, that shouldn't even ruin it at all. If you use mechatos as a weight, that's going to be kasher. Says Marlo Kasha. It depends how you use it as a weight. So if you use it, if you use the actual Actual, uh, water to, to weigh, meaning there, there are two ways to weigh. You could either put uh, the water on one side of a scale and something else on the other side of the scale. That's, uh, that's not called begufan. That's bekinegdan. Begufan would mean water displacement. You put the, wa- the waters in a kli and you drop in a piece of meat into the water and you see how much higher the water goes. So now you know how much the meat weighs or how much how, what the volume of that meat is. That's begufan. So when you do begufan, use mechatas to weigh things. 
begufan, that's going to passel the mechatas. Begufan, maisa kavod bubo. Wait a second. If you do begufan, you're doing a maisa. V'yazik shem nikr shmei hazik b'dinei adam namil chayiv. So v'yol hazik shem nikr shmei hazik. You should be chayiv even b'dinei adam because you're really doing a maisa on it. Says Gemara Eli Edi Edi b'kenegda. No, it must be that we're talking about b'kenegda. You put it on two sides of a scale. V'lo kasha hada asach taite hada lo asach taite. The real question is, did you have a hesachadas from guarding the mechatas by by while you were weighing it? So hesachadas makes it uh, possible because you need constant shmira on the mechatas. But bedine adam, you're not going to be chayiv because it's a grama bialma. So uh, and and Rava is was talking about when Rava says that it's kosher. He was talking about the low taite that you never had a hesachadas. So if you did have a hesachadas, the mechatas is going to be possible, but it's hazik shenu nikker and it's not considered a ma'isa. It's considered grama. And if you uh, if you didn't have hesachadas, then it's perfectly kosher. Now the Gemara brings Raya number three. Masra papa gazel mat beya v'nifsal. What if you steal a coin and then the coin became puzzled, meaning it became it's uh, the malchus said it's no longer valid currency. Truma v'nitmes. You steal truma and it became tamei. Chametz v'avralav pesach. You stole chametz. You still have it, but pesach passed in between. Omer lo harishal chalafanecha. So you're allowed to give back the physical item to the guy and say, here it's yours. But v'yamret hazik shenu nikar shmei hazik. Hi gazlin who mamon malia b'yishlumei. But if yol hazik shenu nikar shmei hazik, then you're a gazlin. You should have to pay. So says Mar Tiyufta. Enochinami. That seems like a clear raya that hazik shenu nikar is lo shmei hazik. There's this discussion in poskim if you steal an esrog and then sukkus is over. So uh, the esrog still has value. It's a little different than the other cases. So how do we view that? Okay, different discussion. Leimekitanai. Now the Gemara suggests maybe it's really machlok tanaim. Hametamim v'damayim v'amenaseich echad shogeg v'echad mezid chayiv divrei meir. Rameir holds even b'shogeg your chayiv in all the cases in our Mishnah. Rabbi Yudah v'shogeg patr mezid chayiv. Rabbi Yudah holds like the tan of our Mishnah. My love, v'akamiflgi isn't this the machlokus? The Marsav Rezik Shem Nikar Shmeizik. The Marsav Lo Shmeizik. The Rameir holds Shmeizik and Rabbi Yudah holds Lo Shmeizik. No, maybe even Rameir holds Lo Shmehezik. And really, therefore, you should never have to pay. But we make you pay when you do it B'mezit so that you don't go run around and be Metame Taros of Shelchavero. Why does Rameir make you pay when you do it B'shogig also? They're arguing whether you make a Knas and Shogig Atu Mezid. Rameir holds we can make a Knas in the case of Shogig Atu Mezid. And Rabbi Yehuda and the town of our mission holds that we don't make a knas of shogeg atu mezid. Really? Reb Meir holds that we make a knas on shogeg atu mezid? And Rabbi Yudol's we don't? They seem to hold the exact opposite opinions when it comes to cooking on Shabbos. Ditanya, we have a price on Mavashal B'Shabbos. Someone cooks on Shabbos B'Shogeg. He does it B'Shogeg. Yochal, you could eat it right away. You're the one that cooked it. No problem. No knas. But if you did it B'Mezid, you can't eat it. Div Reb Meir. That's Reb Meir's opinion. So apparently Reb Meir is not making a knas on the case of Shogig Reb Yehuda Omer B'Shogig Yochal B'Mezid B'Shogig Yochal Motsai Shabbos B'Mezid Lo Yochal Lamis That B'Shogig you could eat it on Motsai Shabbos B'Mezid you're never allowed to eat it. Reb Yochanan Sandler Omer B'Shogig Yochal Motsai Shabbos L'Acherim V'Lo Lo Reb Yochanan Sandler says if you did it B'Shogig you're never allowed to eat it. But other people are allowed to eat it on Motsai Shabbos B'mezid, if you did B'mezid, lo yochel lamis, lo 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 lachirim. You're not allowed to eat it ever, and neither is anybody else allowed to eat it ever, because that's considered that you're getting hana'ah from your Malachas Shabbos. 
Kasha Dramer and Rameir, Kasha Drabuda Drabihuda. So it's a stirim, Rameir and Rabiuda. Rameir apparently says by Shabbos that we don't make a Knashogi Gatumazid, yet by Hazak Shainu Nikr, he says we do make a Knashogi Gatumazid, and the opposite by Rabiuda. And so Gemara, the Rameir, the Rameir, lo Kasha. Rameir is not a stira. Ki Kanis Pidrabanan, Pidaraisa lo Kanis. When are we going to make this Knashogi Gatumazid? When we're dealing with an issue, Midrabanan, so that people may not otherwise take seriously. But Pidaraisa, we're not going to make a Knash. What are you talking about? Menasech Yain is a very serious matter. That's a Dindaraisa. I can say, oh no, our Mishnah, where a mayor disagrees with the town of our Mishnah and holds that we're going to make a Knas B'Shogeg, is only Dinim Drabana. No, it's Yain Nasech, it's a Dindaraisa. Says Gemara, yeah, Mishum Chumr Davod Schavim Kanasle. It's either, Rameir is either going to make a Knas when it's a less serious Din, it's a Dindarabanan, or it's a super serious Din, like Avodazara, where, uh, where we need to, to come down hard. And Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah Lokash, it's not a steer in Rabbi Yudah, Kilo Kanis Bidrabanan. Rabbi Yudah's not going to make a Knas on a Dindarabanan. But Bidaraisa Kanis, on a Dindaraisa, he's going to make a Knas. Iva Menasich Daraisa Velo Kanis. Menasich is a Dindaraisa, and yet he doesn't make a Knas. So he thought, Mishum Chumra Davod Schavim Mivdob Dilimine. That when something is super serious, it doesn't require a Knas because everyone is going to take it seriously enough. So he goes in the opposite direction. When something's either not so serious, only Drabanan, or it's super serious, there's no Knas, when it's somewhere in between, that's when there is a Knas. Okay, but Shem will pick up Ramir Dramir Dramir tomorrow.